What is up, guys? You're listening to the MF CEO Project. I'm Andy. I'm your host, and I am the motherfucking CEO. Guys, if this is your first time listening, welcome. This is an entrepreneurial slash personal development slash how to kick fucking ass podcast. Uh, it's probably the only one of its kind in the world. Uh, we have myself, the motherfucking CEO, and my goal is to make you a motherfucking CEO of your own life. You don't have to own a business. You don't have to have a lemonade stand. You don't have to be a multimillionaire. You've got to understand that you are your own brand and you've got to become the CEO of that brand. And that's the main theme of this podcast. So if you don't own a business, don't sweat it. You're going to pick up good knowledge here anyway. I am here with my boy, the pastor of disaster, Vaughn the Impaler. If you guys didn't know, Vaughn is, uh, Vaughn is the man when it comes to having nicknames for himself or a few other nicknames that you have for yourself. Yeah. Well, we've covered all of them. Von Diesel. Jean-Claude Von Damme was Jean-Claude my favorite. Jean-Claude Von Damme. Yeah, yeah. Von Halen. Von Halen. Yeah. Which is, you know, if I had really long hair. You could do so much with Von. But speaking of Von Halen, are you still taking guitar lessons? I don't take lessons anymore. I'm just, no? No. Did you give up? No, I didn't give up. Okay. I pr- I've learned right. enough. I'm a, I'm a self-learner. So I mean, once- you got a lot of time on your hands. Why aren't you like picking up... <laughs> some lessons and I, stuff. you know what i picked up the guitar the other day yeah. for the first time in a few months man it felt good yeah yeah my fingers are still sore we have our producer uh salmon shorts extraordinaire tyler i wore them today for good luck yeah. tyler the terror yeah, yeah. coral shorts what name do you want tyler the terror uh, well, the names you guys give me around Tyler, the office, I really can't mention. Tyler yeah. the Rainbow? Yeah. yeah. There you go. Rainbow Bright? We're here at Rainbow Bright, Tyler with the Sam Shorts. T- Tyler and Knots. <laughs> Tyler up. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and we have a special guest today, guys. Um, today, we're going to continue down the path of our young, featuring young entrepreneurs. I know a lot of you guys are young. Um, a lot of you guys, a lot of our audience is between the ages of uh, 17 and, and 25, 26 years old. Um, and we brought in a special entrepreneur all the way from Canada. Uh, his name on Instagram is Mr. Good Life, otherwise known as Farouk Samad. What's going on, my man? What's up, Andy? What's up, Vaughn? Tyler, thank you for having me here. Yeah, Kelsey's here too, but we're not really paying yeah, attention we, to Yeah, we her. took Kelsey's mic away because she yeah. talks too much. Yeah. So... Are you are you Mr. Good Life or are you Farouk Good Life on Instagram? It's kind of both. I'm yeah. starting both brands aside. Uh, originally Mr. Good Life and now my personal brand under Farouk Good Life. Yeah, yeah. Which so I suppose we should at some point. Yeah, we'll mention them all. That, but yeah, yeah. But guys, we wanted to bring them in. Um, <clears throat> I really enjoy, as you guys know, I enjoy talking about entrepreneurship at a young age. Um, I think it's important that people understand that you don't have to wait to get started. You don't have to wait for something to happen or somebody to come along and tell you that it's okay to start. And uh, I've known Farak for for a a while now. He's helped me with my Instagram uh, following. We're going to talk about his business, what he does, um, how he started, and and his story a little bit. And hopefully you guys can take away um, some good points from him. You know, he's a young guy. He's hustling. He's doing very, very well, very successful um, and, and I just want you guys to understand that the opportunities that you have right now are unprecedented. If you're a young man or young woman and you're thinking about starting a business, it's not like when I was in start a business 20 years ago 
where we didn't have internet, we didn't have social media, uh, we didn't have email. You know, now all these things, we didn't even have fucking cell phones. Mm-hmm. I was walking around with a fucking beeper typing <laughs> type of code to people. You know, people people who are old know what I'm talking about. You know, like Morse code for like, oh yeah, for like, hey, come to my house. <laughs> You know, yeah. and all that shit. Vaughn, you don't even yeah, know. I You're didn't just have agreeing. That. Yeah, yeah. Vaughn was sending pigeons to his loved ones. Yeah, yes, he was. Yes, he I was. was. I was. That was back in the day. He was here before mail. Yeah. That's how old Vaughn is. People actually, you know, use the phone and it would ring at home. Like when somebody called you, your mom answered and you had to ask your mom if you could talk to him. No, dude. And then what so. you had to do is you had to get like an extra long phone cord that would like go yeah. into like the other so room. You could talk to him. And you yeah. would like have to shut the door. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, the best innovation back then was when you had that kind of phone and do you remember there were phones that you could actually keep somebody on hold and then call somebody else? But you, what you did in high school and junior high is that you got somebody on the phone and then you called somebody else but didn't tell the second person that the other person was on the phone and you create all sorts of conflict. It was awesome. I, I never did that. You never did it? No. Did you, did you ever prank call people? No. Oh, that was probably after. Like That was probably caller ID. I was too busy chasing girls. Yeah, you probably were. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway... Let's talk about entrepreneurship from a young age. You know, when I started, guys, in my business, like I said, we didn't have the tools that you guys have. We didn't have the opportunities that you guys have. And you have to understand that right now in this society, there is more opportunity to make money than there ever has been before. And I want you, as you listen uh, to the story, to think about, how he got started, what he decided to do. And I don't want you to listen and say, hey, I'm going to do that because so many people do that, right? They hear a story and then they say, oh, I'm going to do that same thing. That's not the point of what we're trying to talk about. We're just trying to show you one opportunity down the pipeline um, that has made this man successful at 21 years old. Mm -hmm. Um, So where do you want to start, man? Well, how did you get to know Farrell? I think that's a relevant point. Yeah, well basically through Instagram. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and that's just the power of the internet right now. Here we are sitting with someone who is from a different country in our Mm -hmm. office doing a podcast, uh, based around, you know, introduction off the internet. But, um, he owns many Instagram pages and would post my, my content to help build my following. And Mm -hmm. that's how we got to know each other. Yeah. So that was yeah. that's one of the businesses that he does. Yeah, it was back in uh, February 2015, if I'm not mistaken. I think yeah. it was like two, three weeks into business, just getting started when uh, Andy's team reached out to us. And uh, ever since, I mean, we've been working together around and with Andy's brand, personal brand, for about a year and a half now. Yeah. So mm-hmm. It's pretty cool to be sitting across the, the table now. Farouk, why don't you tell us, because back up just a little bit, because, you know, tell a little bit of biographical information. You're in school right now. You were telling me the other day yep. that you, that you are studying for law, but mm-hmm. you got the entrepreneurial bug. It's kind of in your blood. So then you, how'd you get started um, doing what it's, you're doing? It's a pretty, I mean, so I got into law school when I was 17 years old, um, thinking that I wanted to be a lawyer and go through the entire you know process of going to school, doing this, doing that. Um, in my mind, when I got into law school, it was 100% to become a lawyer, and I never thought that I'd end up you know, doing something like this today. Um, since the day I got my first iPhone, I think I was 13, 14 years old, I got into uh, social media and all that stuff because I thought it was you know, passionating, the fact that you can reach out to the entire world without necessarily to, to fly there or be, you know, like, like you guys were referring to earlier, it was really complicated just to, to call your friend next door back in the days, right? Whereas today, uh, everything is one click away from you, right. you know, where, whether I'm in Canada or I'm, you know, I'm in 
I mean, somewhere in Africa or Asia, I can reach out to the entire world um, with, you know, with the power of my thumbs, right? So I got into Twitter and all that things, Facebook, and I started, you know, doing my homework around social media and how I could get a huge following on there. So one day when I was around, you know, 16, 17 years old, uh, I started my blog called Mr. Good Life on Tumblr. And, uh, you know, it, it got quite some knowledge, some, uh, some recognition. Uh, I started, you know, I was a self-taught Photoshop editor. I was also doing some my own, my own photos, collaborating with photographers, etc. So, you know, after four years, I was, I think, the biggest luxury blogger on Tumblr mm. uh, with 100-something thousand followers on there. And, however, I didn't make a dollar from it. You know, it was all homework, knowledge, and learning how social media works and connecting with people around the world. Uh, and then one day, so around November 2014, um, I saw a bunch of people, you know, stealing, well, I mean, taking my content from from Tumblr, uh, especially my photography, and, you know, reposting it on Instagram with no credit. And I was like, why am I not out there? Why am I not on Instagram, you know, putting my name out there? And uh, I saw that there was some sort of business that was about to boom on Instagram. Uh, I don't know, I just felt it. So I went all in, uh, quit Tumblr, went to Instagram under mrgoodlife.co. Um, and then from then my entire life changed. Uh, when I say my entire life, literally I went from being that law school student to a social media mogul, you know, sort of, right. you know, grew a big, big, big social media presence. Uh, we were at 10,000 followers first month, 25,000 second, and I think hundred K within five months. But within the first 12 months of me being on Instagram, I had a 4 million follower reach and we're today with 5.5 million followers. Um, you know, all that through various pages, right? Yeah, yeah. through various yeah. pages. Yeah, of but course. his network extends all the way up to a hundred million followers. Wow. Yeah, the network. Wow. I mean, the network is is unlimited today. Uh, we're some of the biggest influencers when it comes uh, to Instagram, especially in the luxury lifestyle niche, which is where I started uh, personally, uh, and now you know, really into like personal branding and stuff like that. So as I was saying, um, my entire like, you know. The way I got into entrepreneurship is that I got into I got into law school and then halfway in I saw that my social media was was blowing and I was like you know what I need to find a way to make money from it because I'm bored at work I hate working for someone else I was I was really fucking bored you know telling having someone give me orders and do this do that working you know 10 50 an hour and I was like I want more out of my life than just sitting here and having someone boss me around uh, I've always been that way so I saw that my social media was was about to pop out so I just stopped I stopped working. I stopped doing anything else. I was just focused on my studies and my personal business, Mr. Good Life. And so around November 2014, when I joined Instagram, I did about three months of pure homework. So I didn't make a dollar for these three months, but that's okay. Um, I was on the social media for like 12, 16 hours a day. No joke. You know, you know how some people say I work all day, work all day. It wasn't a joke. I was literally on it oh, nonstop. Know. Yeah, you that's know, what it takes. Trying, trying to figure out how it works because... Everyone has social media and everyone thinks they know how to use it, but that's not true. You know, it's very few people know how to to make money out of social media and how to really play around the algorithms, etc. and how to get people to click and buy and do this, do that, right? To make money from right. it. So we figured it out after three months. Uh, and then I went on and I started, you know, investing in my social media, buying out pages. And then the clients just started rolling in and, you know, with, you know, strong work ethics and, you know, a lot of, lot, a lot of hard work, you know, uh, we got to where we are today, uh, where we've worked with over 500 people, 500 clients over the past year. We have reached 5 million. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Including Andy, uh, and a lot of big guys out there. Um, Broke, I gotta ask, I'm, I'm fascinated when you were doing this homework and you were saying you were doing homework on social media, were you, 
were you researching and, and reading a bunch of articles on social media or were you exclusively just making observations and breaking down like analysis of the different platforms? Well, back then, there was like almost no information about Instagram. Actually, when I was telling people that I was making money from Instagram, everyone was laughing at me, including some of my friends. They were like, what the fuck? Get off Instagram. Get off your phone. You're never going to make a dollar out of it. You know, people, I was editing photos in class, you know, doing cool Photoshops and stuff. And people were like, what are you doing posting an Aventador or like a Ferrari? I mean, you're not going to get paid from it. And I was like, just watch me, right? And so when I say doing my homework, it's not reading articles and stuff, I, I always believe in going out there and testing things yourself. So I went and I, I made my Instagram account. I networked with, you know, a bunch of people. I was sending out emails left and right and, uh, and, you know, messages to a bunch of, you know, big pages. And I just try to put my, set my foot in the door, you know, so that I can have my name out there. And, you know, by homework, I mean, learning everything about the app, what sort of content works, uh, how to get more likes, how to boost your traffic, your audience, this, this, and that, organically, of course. So a couple things I just wanna like hit on before they get lost. You guys listening, that what he's done is no different than the message that we've been preaching here for the last year, okay? He started, it took him four years to make a dollar, to make a dollar, and he's working for free on that brand and his and his skill set for four four years, right? Yeah, it's at like, least. Yeah, four or five years four at least. Four or five years before dollar comes in. So a lot of people see now and they see him as a twenty one year old man and they say, Oh man, you know, he's it's been this quick thing. No, he started when he was sixteen. He's really started when he was thirteen. So guys, it's still there's still you know, it's not it's not violating the principles that we teach here, which is you're going to have to put in the time. You're going to have to put in the work. You're going to have to do things for free for a while. And when I say a while, I mean years for it to turn into a skill that you can get paid doing. And that's what he's done. Yeah, so, this is, this is kind of interesting to me, too, because I've never met someone that, uh, you know, because the way I got into photo and video work is I was working a job and that night. You know, I'd be that night owl and yeah. dude, I'd stay up watching YouTube tutorials and everything like that. So it sounds like you learned your craft in your spare time like same, I did. The same yeah. way you did. Same way. Right. Same yeah. exact way. Yeah, I was just a whole <clears throat> that's a great point. Like you know, that's cool. He's not waiting around for people to teach him. No. Which is a trait of an entrepreneur. You know, at, dude, I get so many questions every fucking day that people could go to Google mm. and find out on their own. You know what I mean? And if you don't have the initiative to do those things or take the skills you want to learn and start learning them on your own, dude, you have no fucking chance of ever making it. No way. Yeah, but It'll never happen. Y you are your best teacher. No kidding. Right? Like, yeah. of course it's hard. I mean, it's always hard when you start from zero, like, like, you know, everyone sitting around this table did and probably the people listening to us that don't know where, where to start and where to go. I mean, just go. You know, just start. There's no like, oh, guide me there. You know, a bunch of people ask me, where do I start? How do I get started? Where do I do this? I mean, there's no answer. No. There's no answer. No, it's the best go thing out there to and say try. Is like, wh where do you think you should start? And let mm. them develop yeah. that plan on their own. Just find own. something you like. You yeah. know, I love social media. What I love about social media well, is dude, the fact. Well, dude, you're, you're a luxury mm. blogger. You love luxury. You love cars. You love fashion. Exactly. You love watches. Mm -hmm. You know, and this guy's a connoisseur of those items. It's a perfect, it's a perfect, you know, it's a perfect example of somebody who has taken passion and turn it into a, a an income stream. It's right. exactly what we talk about. Right. Which that, is so I, that's what cool, I was going to say. There's a couple things when you were talking that I think are very consistent with the narrative oh, that dude, we, we talk I, about here. I didn't. I just didn't want to stop him because it was <laughs> yeah, good. No, it was you very know? good. It was. It was. First of all, you loved and were interested in your topic, passion, which obviously drives you. 
you also were very, very discontent taking orders from somebody else, which I is part of what it means anymore. to be an entrepreneur. And then, and then I think just the, like you said, it's just the action. You, you just did stuff and you, you, you put your nose to the grindstone. You didn't and wait you, for somebody to give permission. Right, right. And the other thing is you didn't mind people laughing at you. Oh you know? no! Well, if you, you if I mean, you mind if you keep worrying about what people think of you, you're not getting anywhere anywhere in life. Dude, I you know? love people that laugh at me. Oh, I like, love. I it too. love right. when I speak big, and when I say speak big, I mean like when I tell people what I'm really thinking, mm-hmm. and I look around the room, and, and it happens less now clearly than it used to, but it still happens. Like I could sit in a room with 115 of our employees, and I can always pick out one or two that when I say what we're gonna do, they don't believe it. I can see in their fucking eyes, and like, dude, I like that. Like, to me, I feed on that. Well, it's your drive. Yeah. It's what drives you every day. So when people were making fun of me when I was on Tumblr for four years making no money and created Mr. Good Life, they were actually people were calling Mr. Good Life as a joke because they weren't making fun of me. Yeah, now it's it's like a prestigious thing. Well, the same people that were making fun of me are buying shout outs for me today. Yeah. You know, I've seen it happen. And the same people that message me like, yo, I love your shit. Now you're doing good work. And I'm all like, I told you. Yeah. And now I'm more than happy to work with them. That feels good. You know, know, I'm not pushing them. You know, I want to work with them so that. So that, you know, to show them what I've done, you know, I built my own little social media empire from hard work and dedication. And like you were saying earlier, it's very good. You know, you you have to work around something that you love. You know, the first step to know where to start is what do you like doing? All right. Figure that out first and then find a way to monetize it. All right. So. Like Andy was saying, I like luxury. I like big houses. I like nice cars. I like nice watches. You know, I have a, like I have this thing for for you know good fine craftsmanship. So I made a blog about it. I started blogging about it for four years. Didn't make a dollar, but still I got that recognition as Mr. Good Life on social media and on the internet. So that when I went into Instagram, people already knew who I was. People already knew that this is the Mr. Goodlife from Tumblr from whom I was stealing all these edits and these photo- like these photos that I was taking. So automatically the brand just popped and I figured a way to, to make money from it, right? So back in the days, nobody thought you could make money from Instagram. Nobody thought that people would pay, even me. I was like, was like people were trying to hustle me when I got on Instagram. I was like, what the fuck? Like people are getting paid to post? So then I developed that business and, you know, we're, we're some of the first people to have done it. I mean, everybody today talks about influencing, you know, social media influencer, this, this and that. But, you know, truly, we started this two years ago and today it's, it's booming. Now people are really understanding the power of social media. You know, you the power is and we haven't even seen what we can do with social media and the Internet. yet. No, it's not even started. It's, it's yeah. just especially on Instagram. It's right. just getting started. Yeah. And there's so much you can do. You know, and I really push people, especially the young people listening to me right now, that have a sense for technology. And I mean, you're all on your phones all day long. So figure a way to get paid from it. You know, I was always texting, always on social media, always, you know, you know, my, my mother was telling me, stop being on your phone all the time, you know? Yeah. So, you know what? I just figure out a way so that the six hours I spent a day on my iPhone were six hours paid. Right. You know? And this is what everybody should be doing right now. So, wait. So, before we go any further, where, what is your personal page on Instagram so these guys can follow you? So, my personal page on Instagram is Farrakh Goodlife. F- spell it? Yeah. So, it's F-A-R-O-K-H Goodlife. G-O-O-D-L-I-F-E. Cool. You guys need to be following him, dude, especially like what he just said about technology being so new and so fresh. And a lot of people won't jump in on it because they're like, I'm late. Dude, you're not late. You okay. need to jump in now. And this is an excellent guy to follow. I look up to him in terms of this. I, dude, I learned last night at dinner, dude, I was learning shit. You you noticed my changes I already made, I'm yeah. sure. 
about things he recommended to me to do. And I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm doing that right now. You know, but like, dude, that's, that's the power of, of, you know, the internet, man. It's just, it's awesome. Here I am learning cool skills from somebody who's an expert at something that I'm not, you know, and, uh, I think you guys can all learn from him. You need to be right, following him. Right. Uh, I have to point out too that you're 21, right? Yeah. Right. So what what I love about the fact that Andy has you on here is that you can learn something from anybody. And there's probably people who are older who are thinking, well, I don't want to. I don't want to listen to some 21 year old kid. What does he know? Well, no. Of course, you can learn. And there's lots of different sources that people can draw from. And it's just about being humble and being willing to. Well, you I mean, know, age is just number. And I yeah. mean, a baby shark is still a fucking shark, right? So at the end of the day, <laughs> dude, I fucking love it, man. Whether oh. whether you're well, hold on, we're gonna to fucking snap that right now. And it, don't edit it out either. Say that again. I mean. I'm just 21 years old and age is just a number and a baby shark is still a fucking shark, right? So Yeah, you know. dude, I'm snapping it too. <laughs> That's, good. That's good. You know, so I mean, I'm, on my Snapchat, I've been really into Snapchat lately and I see a lot of people like 35 plus have been, you know, following me lately and asking me these questions about social media and I mean, there's no age to get started about social media either. I mean, the people listening to Andy uh, are probably people more like around his age, you know, and, and, even you guys should should be getting on it if you you you're a business owner or if you're looking for you know some side income or something to do on the side you can just learn about social media social media is not just a thing for for the millennials right it's not because it's recent and that it's booming that we love posting on our food on Instagram and stuff that you guys shouldn't be using it either you know right, it's right. it's for all ages right and Brock, uh, something we talked about yesterday that I'd like to talk about is you, you did mention that you were, you know, you're hustling, you're working all these days and everything, but you did tell, tell me when you and I were talking that you're not just into working hard, you're working into working smart. Yeah. So what did that look like for you? Well, look, I'm not going to lie to, to the people listening and to you, Andy, I'm, I'm, I'm lazy. All right. And, but being lazy isn't necessarily bad. No, dude, I already know where you're going with this. I already know where you're going with this because it, it, being lazy forces you to be productive. And it gives you good ideas, and you're looking to cut all these corners, and, and yeah. eventually, all of a sudden, you come up with these systems that work. Yeah, dude, I totally <laughs> yeah, you know? get what you're saying. But if, it, I mean, you can be you can be lazy as long as you're smart. You know, some people work hard, some people work smart. So the guy that will work 16 hours a day might get less shit done than the dude that will work six because the guy that worked six did the same thing the other guy's in at 16 because he We're was busy about being procrastinating. being versus being busy. Exactly. So, and being lazy isn't necessarily bad. By being lazy, I don't mean sitting on the couch and doing nothing all day. I just figured a way to sit on my couch and get paid from it, you know? Because I wanted to work from home. I want to work when I come visit you in St. Louis and right. be able to make money from my phone, right? Right, right. And, and when I'm at the beach, it's the same thing. I just figured a way so that I could, you know fulfill you know my yeah. the way i was i was you know the way i thought the way i was made and everything totally. you know just gotta be smart now, and lazy i want to like asterisk that right because we always talk about how it takes hard work and it takes working smart both you know with technology now it's it there are things that you can develop but dude don't mistake what he's saying that this guy hasn't fucking worked mm -hmm. his ass off he has yeah. worked his ass off to yeah. build what he has. Now he's to the point where he's harvesting a little bit, okay? And when you're harvesting a little bit, it be, you can be a little bit lazier. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, by I didn't but want what, to tell people to be lazy. No, you know? no, no. I, I know, and I know what you meant, mm. and you know what you meant. Yeah. 
But other people hear what you said and they're like, oh, well, see, I can lay on the couch and I'll. Oh, no, make a do not lay on the couch. Yeah. I mean, even when I was laying on the couch, I was working hard like a motherfucker. It's just that I'm working from my computer and phone, which is a new way of working. Right. Working doesn't necessarily mean going nine to five, putting a suit on and going to the office. Or the office going out is everywhere. And, and digging a ditch. Yeah, right. absolutely. You right. know, working now in, in 2016 can also be working behind a laptop all day long. That's you right. know? I my, have people that say that because, you know, my, lamp, my plate on the Aventador says do work. Yeah. And, I, like, I'll pull up sometimes to gas stations. And, like I said, most people are pumped. Like, they get excited. But, dude, they'll always be – I always get the one guy who will be like, what do you know about work? And he's like, you know, he's a blue-collar dude or whatever. I'm like, motherfucker. Right. The reason I am where I am is because I was blue-collar before I was this. Right. And I didn't right. want to be that no more. Right. No offense. But, dude, I'm too lazy to get up every day and at fucking 6 a.m. and work till fucking 5 a.m. For somebody else. Right. Let me yeah. just add that. Carrying right. fucking concrete forms. I'm right. not fucking doing it. The distinction that I hear you making is, Farouk, is, is the people who are busy, but they're busy in a way that they're like constantly, it's constant activity. They're frantic. They're, they're stressed. And what you're saying is if you work smart, I, to me, I like the word leisure almost better than, than uh, or leisurely almost better than yeah. lazy. Like you can be really effective in kind of a leisurely way. I don't know. Dude, I think uh, everybody has their own style. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, dude, it's di every business is going to require different amounts of, of hours, different amounts of, of, uh, time put in okay it's all going to be different um dude if i if i sat at home all day and did nothing i couldn't run my companies absolutely you know what i'm saying it's just what he his business is technology it, it, it's phones he's got two phones sitting in front of him over there you know it's phones it's laptop it's computer you can work it's freedom the point that i think needs to be made here is that there it's what i said in the beginning the opportunities to to start a business now it, it costs nothing virtually. It's it's it's. You I started have a fucking with phone, You know, it's as much as being creative and putting out content. Right? Yeah, you I know? started with nothing. I mean, like I was telling Andy and, and Vaughn last night. I mean, all I had in my bank account was I think twenty five hundred bucks when I started my business, yeah. and I started with two hundred dollars. Yeah, you know, so it doesn't take much today to start a business. It just takes work, right? And literally, like, dude, that's all it all takes. The hours you spent learning how to edit videos, editing mm. videos, oh, uh, thousands pictures, of hours writing great captions you know your your captions are great uh dude developing great content dude that is quote unquote work yeah and that takes a long time like it dude long i challenge anybody here to go read one of my captions or read one of Farouk's captions and try to write something similar because ain't gonna fucking happen for a while it takes a lot of shitty ones well to it's, make it's mostly ones. about what you put on that table that's you right know? everybody's trying to do the same thing today so the way you diversify and you stand out from the mass is from the content that you put out yes. there that's how you get big yeah. today, by the way, on Instagram or any other social media, whether it's Twitter, Facebook, or whatever else you want to do, Snapchat. If you want to be big, you have to, you know, set, you know, set yourself apart and your brand as well yeah. and put that content out there. And let's talk about that for a second because people hear, you know, good content and what a lot of times, and you, dude, you, you hit on this for just a second earlier, people stealing your shit. Here's the deal, guys. You have to understand what's going to differentiate you from the competitors and what else is out there. And I'm going to tell you how to find that. All right. You know, the thing that you want to say, but you stop yourself from saying that's the shit that you should say. And when you say that shit, that's what people are going to, that's, what's going to differentiate you going out and reading my shit or Farouk's or whoever else, Tony Rob, it doesn't matter. Or, you know, any of these influencers, Gary V 
and reading their information and regurgitating it, all you are is a cheap version of them. The way you become you is by being you and stopping yourself from stopping yourself. Just be you. You know, just, right. just stop always trying to impress others. You know, the day I stopped, you know, looking to impress others and work, you know, working for others, and I started working for me, and doing things for myself. Not, not, not trying to sound selfish because I'm giving a lot out too. But the day I started working for myself and writing these things for myself, that's the day you know I was really putting good content out there at first. You know what's funny? Do you when you write stuff? When you say you're writing stuff for yourself, do you mean that you're writing stuff for? to remind yourself or are you writing stuff for yourself as a business? Because when I write stuff, like my best content comes from the shit that I'm trying to tell myself. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. like, like people are like, God, dude, that's fire. I'm like, man, I'm just trying to remind myself yeah. not to be a bitch. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, are you saying like, it's almost going to, it's, it's therapeutic for you. Yes. You, you need oh, it to is. It not, it most is. of the shit yeah. I write, I literally write for me. Yeah. It's like a and modern day, it. it's like a modern day personal diary. Exactly. You know, it's because exactly. it's, it's funny. Cause I was like, when I started my personal page, I was like, I'll put, you know, I'll put my thoughts out there and it'll probably help myself as a person to be more outgoing and sociable, but as well, you know, as, as you know, help others. And to be honest, before posting something, I read it like 20 times. And if it's not motivating me, I don't post it because if, if it motivates me, I know it's going to motivate others, right? So when I write something about working hard or like getting shit done, you know, it's, it's really pushing myself too. You know, I, I, I do it for the other people because I'm more than happy to see young entrepreneurs like myself, you know, following my journey and, you know, getting, you know, getting, thinking outside the box and going out there and making it happen. But most importantly, writing this, you know, helps me. You know, and it's, I was, I was this like closed down kid, you know, behind social media. And the day I started doing this, I became the open-minded person that I am today. Definitely, you know, definitely really, really helped me with a lot of, you know, aspects of my life personally or my business. Like, so let's talk a little bit about your Instagram business. Now I know you're doing yeah. affiliate marketing now. I don't want to get into that right now. No. I want to get into how you got started with your, like what do you, tell people what you do and how you got started doing it. Like okay. exactly what you do right now, like how you monetize it. Okay, so the way we've been monetizing Instagram for about uh, 16, 18 months now is by selling advertising space. So the way I saw it once I started is, because, is look, kids are kids these days, they don't watch TV anymore, all right? We stream, we Netflix, or we're consistent, constantly uh, you know, watching social media from our phones, right? 100%. So, you know, so the advertising on TV doesn't really reach to people, to millennials. No. Right? So I thought, let's bring the ad to their fingers, right? So I see my friends and myself constantly, you know, browsing through Facebook, Instagram and things. I'm like, what if there was an ad there? So I'm going to make pages, Instagram pages, grow them, you know, push them, you know, with organically with different content and a bunch of different techniques, right? All organic, all real followers and likes and stuff like that. Of course, that's how you get return on investment anyways yeah. for a product. And I'm going to then sell that ad space to companies. So whether it's personal brands like Andy's or people selling books or like accessories, you know, fashion accessories or, or anything else. They right? would go with the th So he owns a number of pages that are all themed pages. Like he may have a page that's motivation, mm. he, which he does. He might have a car page, which he does. He might have a gun page, which he does. Companies that own gun accessories will contact him and say, hey, will you share my post of this? And he'll say, yes, it costs this much. Yeah. And that's how, he, that's what so he's saying. So depending on the, the number so of followers don't engagement. don't even understand that, that whole world exists. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, people are starting slowly to understand. So right. imagine how it was two years ago. People right. were, were like, what the hell? Right. I, I can't believe I'm paying for Instagram. But 
literally, you want to put your brand out there. If Listen, if you have a brand, it needs to be on every single social media platform possible, especially Instagram and Facebook. But mostly Instagram is very, very, very important to be out there. So what I did is I grew multiple pages, started out with Mr. Good Life. .co, which is my main uh, Instagram page with 416,000 followers today. Uh, and then as I saw that the business was slowly picking up, I started buying pages. So I would go to random kids and I'd be like, how much do you want for your page? You know, blah, blah, blah. And this is how much I can give you. And, and I started buying a page or two and then I grew more. You know, and back in the days, the algorithms, you know, were, were easier to work with on Instagram, especially. So we grew like wildfire and I diversified. So I have Lux Quotes, which is my motivation page. It's the first actually quote page on Instagram. Um, I got Mr. Good Life, which is luxury lifestyle and a bunch of them. And then I have my couple pages. So more love pages, stuff like this. Dirty feelings. Dirty feelings, which that's, is, you know. That's my favorite one. <laughs> yeah, it's a good one. It's 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 actually my second ever Instagram page. So, you know, yeah. it's it's the one that got my business rolling. So I love that one as well. The Rock's name. a little hornball. He's got his dirty feelings page. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a pretty good page. It's, I mean, don't open it if you're He's around single people. ladies. <laughs> you know, so I started doing this and, and, I, and then, it's funny because, so it was January 16th, 2015. I'll always forget, remember that date. I bought my first Instagram page, which was 140,000 followers while I was going Mr. Good Life because for me, business wasn't going fast enough and I needed to start something. So I bought the page and the next day I made my first dollar and it started every day, 70 bucks, 70 bucks, 70 bucks. And it was just coming in, coming in, coming in, coming in. And we're selling ad space to all these brands. And I mean, by having a good business ethic, of course, and you know, working hard, we were growing quality pages versus more, most people were growing these bullshit pages that or no like, return. you know, right. yeah, no return. Right. Because at the end of the day, if your client doesn't get a return on investment, he's they not going to come back. Exactly. You know, the reason Andy's been working with us for over a year now is because he's seeing a change. That's right. Right. Or, or when I'm selling an Dude, there's iPhone six, case there's post. probably six, seven pages total that I work with and I won't work with anybody else mm -hmm. because most of the pages out there are fake followers, fake likes, and they don't return anything. It's all, no, and dude, you, those pages probably come, gone through 50 pages. Yeah. Those pages come yeah. and go. Yeah. So I mean, but I know who the good ones are and I'm not going to tell everybody who they are. <laughs> no, no, we're not here. That's to my fingers. But, but, but you, you working with you has helped me figure that out. Now, yeah. That's, that's, I mean, that's great to know. And you know, yeah. this is what set us apart. You know, the quality and there's a bunch of people in my crew that, that were doing the same thing as us. Right. And this is why they're, they're making so much money today with Instagram. So the I was I always had a dream to own my little social media empire. That's how I like to call it. Um, so, you know, I, I, I was growing like wildfire. The business was booming. I was just like, I guess, posting good content and doing the right things, putting you know my name out there and working multiple brands. You know, it just started rolling in and then and then and then and then. After a year, so by January 2016, we were at 5 million followers total and a network of 50 to 100 million followers, you know, so we can get our clients on any sort of page, any niche. They just tell me, listen, I'm selling this product. This is my, my budget for, for campaign and I'll make sure to place them on the right pages, right? So if you're selling guns, I'm not going to put you on a love page, right? right? I'm right. going to put you on a gun page. Or if if you're your talker, like, you know, your, your personal brand, I'll put you on the most motivational pages that I can right. because it fits your brand. So this is what we've right. been doing for people. And we're one of the first, very, very first people to do it on Instagram, which is also one of the reasons that we were so successful at this. Right. And here's the cool thing is what you... So you... You guys listening, you know, you, you're so many people are like, they stop their thought process or their vision at where things are. And what's cool about what you're doing is like, dude, this is just him sticking his, his foot in the pool, man. He's trying and going to, you know, start a full blown media company, you know, similar to like 
what Gary ha- like Gary V has up in New York with VaynerMedia. And all started straight off of Instagram. So mm-hmm. I think that's important. You know, it's not just, oh, here's somebody who's going to make a little bit of, a, of some money for a little bit of time on something that's hot. No, he's taken something that started as just a, a hobby and a passion, grown into a business. Now he's going to cash flow his next step off of this. And that's how it works. It's the same way we did it. Of course. Well, you constantly... You constantly have to keep growing and keep going. I mean, you know, it, a few people go viral and a few people know how to remain relevant. And that's important. Right. And that's why Gary Vee, for example, uh, has always been relevant because he's always, you know, doing new things and better and bigger things, which is what we're trying to apply to our business at Mr. Good Life, right? right. So now that we have all these pages and that we, we have this background, I mean, because we're present in over 50,000 cities in 193 countries today. So we have this power you know, to influence, you know, right. people from all around the world. So now the idea is to take it to the next level and, you know, become a full-blown advertising agency. Right. But this is just a proof to everyone listening, you know, today that you can literally, from nothing, you can become something. Oh, dude. You know, like, and it doesn't take much. It just takes passion, dedication, consistency, and hard work. Like you've been preaching your entire life, right? right? And it's, that's... I say that's all it takes. Of course, it's not that easy. You know, there's a lot of bumps. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I mean, I got scammed on Instagram. I got I got my accounts hacked. I got someone one day who hacked into my account and called me for his $5,000 ransom. I didn't sleep for a week. Holy you shit. Know? There's, and that's the thing about technology is because let's say I own a clothing store. What's, what can happen to me? Someone can come and steal a piece of clothing. I can catch him easily. Dude, online? There's these hackers from Russia or from Albania and stuff always trying to hack into your Instagram accounts. Yeah. So it's really not that easy and you yeah. live with a lot of stress, you know? Yeah. You don't know if one day your, your one million follower page is going to get hacked you right. know, or people are trying to try to get into it or force you to give you the passwords, or, you know, this, this and that. So there's a lot of, you know, a lot of bullshit that we've had to go through, you know, right. a lot of hard work. It's, I make it sound like it's simple, but truly it was, it was a hell of a well, hill any, that I climbed. any successful business is going to have its, its bumps, mm. you know, and these are, these are the hazards of your business, you know, and I think it's, I, I think it's cool. I think it's cool. I think your story is cool because it really truly embodies the principles that we've talked about on our podcast for the last year, you know, patience, dedication, commitment, passion, um, you know, lack of capital being uh, an asset, not a liability. You know, all of these things are true for you. Mm. You know, uh, he didn't have a million dollars to start his business. No, he had 250 bucks that he started his business with, and that forced him to do the work, be creative, learn the skills, and that's why you are where you are. And that's why this dude right here is somebody that you guys are going to want to watch out for uh, if you're growing a company, because advertising agencies that used to place people in radio, TV, uh, and print, those people are dead. They don't understand technology. The new advertising agencies are going to be VaynerMedia. They're going to be Mr. Good Life. They're going to be these companies who place and understand social and how to develop social presence. So if you're an entrepreneur and you're somebody who is looking to grow, this is somebody who you're going to want to follow and watch and, and make sure that you're on top of when, when he takes that next step, mm-hmm. which is full-blown you know, media company, mm-hmm. which I have no doubt is going to be in, you know, very soon. Yeah. So, so. Something that I, I don't know, I want to go back to just for a second because I've, we're committed to telling people the truth about things. And, you know, 
I, you've told you told us yesterday that there are companies who have worked with you that they they've petered out and basically they've petered out because you know they were looking for you to 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 give them a voice to give them a platform but at the end of the day they're what they were saying like the, their content sucked so it's not like I guess what I'm trying to say is I, w- I want you to speak to this whole issue of you can't just go out and hire somebody to give you a voice mm-hmm. if ultimately your content sucks well, right the product needs to be good I mean and that stands true I was gonna say yeah. it I just didn't want to jump in yeah 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 Pro- product has to be good in any company in any business in any format in any concept no matter what. I mean, we can't just sell anything, you know, like, I mean, we can, we've sold all sorts of products because their branding was right. Right. You know, marketing and branding today is major and very, very crucial. So if, if I'm trying to, I mean, I can have a hundred million followers. If the product is not good, we're not going to have any return on investment. Right. So before going in and doing this, which is why, you know, we're helping our clients with that too, you know, by doing a lot of consulting for them, you know, helping them choose the right product and do the right post and content is you need to have the right product out there. Right. You know, and something good that serves and, the people. And if you're, if you are your product, like, let's say, like, for example, me, mm-hmm. I'm a personal brand. I'm not selling an actual product. I mean, we you do, are a product. Yeah. I'm the product. Mm-hmm. Okay. That means if you're not good at writing or speaking or presenting, you better go fucking practice right. and improve the product. Right. Of course. You know, cause of I course. see you and I, we're not going to name names, but you and I talked about a few people who have fallen off hard, who spent a lot of money trying to develop a personal brand that just weren't good people and they weren't mm-hmm. good at what they did. Look, if you're not right. trying to spread good around you and help other people Good is not going to come to you. And this is the way I've always agree. seen anything in life, whether you're a freaking athlete or you're in business or in school or anything else. As long as you're spreading good vibes, which is what we've always tried to do with Mr. Good Life. You know, the good life for me is not just about nice cars, nice watches, nice women and big houses. The good life is is about spreading positive vibes and good vibes around the world to people, you know, no matter your, your color, no matter your culture, no matter where the fuck you're from, you know, we're all, you know, together around the same you know principles so if you're a personal brand you want to put good content out there and you want to be true and honest to the people because at the end of the day you're just going to become irrelevant after a year after two years or after six months you right. know the only way you remain relevant is by being good right putting other people first mm-hmm. de- delivering value put it, first of all that that 10 seconds of content was the best thing that you're going to pick up out of this whole entire podcast and i'm super impressed that at 21 years old that you have figured that out. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Absolutely. Don't you, I mean, yeah, how I, many 21 year olds do you know that not only can communicate that, but you know, he believes it right. and understands it. Right. Like, dude, I didn't get that. I didn't get that till I was like 30. Right. And that's when we started doing well. That's amazing, dude. <laughs> Going back yeah. to what you were saying though, to, you know, the old saying, the camera doesn't lie. What I also hear you saying is that, um, and, and also you saying Andy is that, you know, social media is, is, and this has been said before, but social media is kind of like a magnifying glass. Mm. Like, if you are a lousy person and you have a huge social media reach, that's what's going to come out. But if you're if you're if you're a good person, eventually, you, yeah, eventually, eventually, if you're a good person, you have good content, and then you have that platform. That's what's going to come out. So, but, but to some extent, I mean, I guess I guess you can fake it for so long, but it's like what you were saying. At some point, the cows are going to come home. You know, that's right. people are going to figure it out. Oh, people, you know? people are not stupid. You know, yeah. you you can only fool people once and. And at the second time, they'll figure your whole game. You know, right. I've yeah. seen I've seen people rise. I've seen people fall. Some yeah. of our clients as well. Uh, I've seen all sorts of things, products, people, blah blah blah. And you know, 
at the end of the day, the ones that remain relevant today and since the last 16 months that I've been into this are the people that were serving others and bringing value to the table. Right. So you, if you've got nothing to bring to the table, might as well just stay where you are. Right. Yeah. You know, there's no need. Or figure to, out how you know, to. Yeah. Figure out or how figure to. out to. Yeah. yeah. Farouk, Far- Far- I would say, I, I would totally agree with you. I, pe- but I would say people are stupid, but because of the li- the world we live in now with social media, there's a statute of limitations for stupidity. Yeah, because I mean, anyone can buy followers and pay anyone to get followers in order well, to get recognition. people are stupid. He said people aren't stupid. Well, right. What I'm saying is I'm I'm disagreeing. They, they are stupid, but 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 now because of the no, I think people there are a lot, of, a lot of people out there who are stupid. But I'm saying because of the world we live in now, because of social media, there's a there's a limitation to that stupidity, and it's going to run out. That's what I'm saying. I, I I guess what we're disagreeing is I do think there are people who allow themselves yeah. to be fooled. Yeah. Okay. That's what I'm well, saying. Well, a lot of people follow these fake entrepreneurs on Instagram. Well, they so don't know. That's what I'm saying. But they don't necessarily know because social media. Has made it so that some people can fake it. Yes. And it's easy to fake it. I can go That's out there and take point. a bunch of photos of like Rolexes and Aventadors and this, this and that and say that it's my life. But at the end of the day, that dude can only do so much. Yeah. I right. didn't, like at one point, he's going to run out of content or people are going to catch up to him right. or look him up on Google right. and they're going to see that he he's not the real trailer. deal. Well, it's, yeah. like that, it's like that famous sta- statement. You can fool some of the people some of the time, but you can't fool, fool all of the people dude, all look, the time. Dude, exactly. look, it's the same thing we talked about in the small town America podcast, dude, you can, you could sell anything to anybody one time, including yourself. Right. But that's not a sustainable plan. The sustainable plan is to develop great product, to develop passionate followers, to develop passionate customers, develop great culture and to deliver way more than you ever asked for in return of money. Go that extra mile yes. for the client or for the people. And that is what builds sustainability. You know, it's, it's appealing to young people the quick dollar story it's appealing right mm-hmm. oh man i've made a million dollars in one year or tw- six months and that sounds cool but i'm gonna tell you dude that million dollars you know it, it goes away fast mm-hmm. you know what i mean and you need to think sustainability you need to think long term you need to think commitment and mm-hmm. you need to think about your great product mm-hmm. and i see a lot of people out there trying to do I see a lot of people out there trying to do what I do and then also trying to do what I do in my actual businesses, our supplement businesses, um, where they try to copy everything except they, they, can't, they can't make the product. They can't make a good pro- product, you know, either themselves or the actual physical product. They can't do it. And then they wonder why it doesn't work. Well, dude, the product's everything. It's right. everything. And that mm-hmm. we don't touch on that enough. We, we, we always talk about how to do, you know, that's a given. Like anytime I talk about selling anything or anytime we're talking about building a business, or, dude, if your product is not great, you're going to be limited. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Product it. along with, you know, mm-hmm. the branding right, around exactly. it, right? You, but you need a good product because only good products will remain, you know, strong right. foundations, you know, right. empires are built from, right. you know, very strong it's foundations. It's residual business. It's not right. the first time sale. Right. There's two other things that came up in our conversation yesterday that I want to bring up. Uh, but you, you said two things. One is that you're constantly dialoguing with your, with your followers, which it's, it's impossible for me to even understand that there are people right now that are still using social media as a monologue, as opposed to a dialogue. And you're, you're constantly inviting your, your followers into conversation. But the other thing you said that I thought was awesome and showed a lot of humility, but you said you're 21, you've accomplished, you know, what you've accomplished, but you said, I really want to invite people on my journey. Like I'm figuring things out. 
along with everybody else. And I think that is really endearing to people because you're not coming across to people, at least your followers, as, all right, look at me. I've got everything figured out. You're just saying- He's a real I, entrepreneur. Yeah, he's Dude, a real he's entrepreneur. never going to feel like that. Right. I'm, I mean- I'm not gonna lie. I mean, yeah. I don't even like it when people call me entrepreneur or successful. Right. I and don't I don't, even, I don't even call myself or consider myself successful yet. Yes, I am a step ahead, maybe for a 21 year old. Dude, that's the same way but, I feel. But exactly the same. I'm, way. I'm, I'm, I'm not successful yet right. because I'm not where I want to be. Right. And like I was saying, like you were referring to Vaughn about what I was saying yesterday at the table is that I, f I invite people to follow me on my journey. So I'm only 21 years old and I'm still learning. I learn every fucking day. Every day I learn something new about my own business, about myself, or about doing you know more things. I was telling you, I just learned about affiliate marketing, for example. It's just something different. So I'm always trying to learn new things. So when I invite people to follow my personal page or Snapchat or this or that, it's literally so that they can see through the eyes of a 21-year-old what it takes you know, to, to make it. Because it's really good, like I was telling you, Andy, yesterday, I mean, a lot of people look up to you, Stephen Mayer, and, you know, Gary Vee and all these guys, because you guys have all made it. All right, you're, well, see, when you say that, I feel the same way as you feel when people say that. It's like <laughs> I'm nowhere, I, I'm nowhere near where I want to be. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what and you so mean. And so I'm the, like, I don't, I, it's all perspective. Yeah, of course, you of course, I mean? all perspective. But I'm see, just a step or two ahead of you. Of course, you of know course. What I mean? And a lot way. of people look up to 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 these guys, but you know, there's very few like young entrepreneurs out there that are really out there to help other yeah. young people you know I have all these you know 15 to 21 year olds messaging me on snapchat and stuff on a daily basis asking me what to do and stuff and I just say ride along with me you know I'll, mm -hmm. I'll take you with me you know I don't want to do it by my own I, I love sharing you know and I don't want to I don't want to be that 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 successful douchebag that's like showing people what he's got and you know and saying and oh that's how I did it, it and right. this is what I have right because this is not who I am right you know my entire brand my entire personality is about helping others get out of the, you know, get out of that box that we're consistently being put in. Right. You know, today, most 20, 21 year olds, we're, we're, we're being put in the box and we're like, you're going to work there. You're going to do that. You're going to go out of school Not and you're going to get you're a job. You're being put in the this. millennial box too, which yeah. is you're lazy, you're entitled, mm -hmm. you're, you're this and that. And like, dude, what's cool is that you're like the opposite of all those things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And yeah. you know, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm sort of trying to change the figure of that, what we're given as millennials, because we're not lazy and we are not entitled, you know? We've just found new ways to work and make money, right? You know, we're like you were saying, Vaughn, yesterday, is it's we want everything fast, you know, and right now because technology has made it so that it's easy for us to send a right. message or send the tweet or whatever because it takes a second, right? But we're not lazy or, or, or entitled. We just, we're looking and finding new ways of, of, of changing the world or just like, you know. I'll say doing you're things. not lazy and entitled. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to disagree on that. Well, of you're course not lazy and entitled and you're looking for new ways. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, mm -hmm. You know, be careful who, I need to be careful who I put in that box and you need to be careful who you absolutely. don't put in the box. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. I mean, of course, you know, there's or always so, going to be. The truth is probably somewhere in the middle between yeah, us. There. Of course, yeah. of course. And, you know, there's always going to be that kind of people, but. You know, this is what I'm trying to do. I'm just, I'm just trying to motivate. You know, Bro, the kids my it, age. You're killing I, it. Like, I, I dude, want them to make it. This has been, just having you here has been awesome. Like you've been an awesome guest. Like this is, dude. If you're young and you're not listening or following this dude, you guys are missing a huge opportunity. Mm -hmm. And that's that's it. Mm -hmm. Tell them your social one more time. 
my so my personal Instagram is Farok Goodlife F A R O K H Goodlife G O O D L I F E or my Snapchat where it's more of a you know one on one with my followers behind you know you see the behind the scenes like yeah. today I've been you know snapping the you know everything with you guys here in St Louis so it's Farok S so it's F A R O K H S it's my Snapchat mm-hmm. cool cool hmm. what do you think Vaughn well uh, you know we could talk for a lot longer but there's just everything you're saying i mean it's like it's awesome it is awesome and it is consistent with the narrative that we, right. we put out a lot but it's also it, I, that to me that should be really encouraging to people i mean you've always said you know success is an equation it's it they're just there's there's nothing new under the sun no it's it, there's no magical formula and everything he's using said, different tools right, than, right, than i use right but the principles are still the same right yeah the principle right. will always and forever throughout generation remain the same is work passion dedication commitment right because look truth is if i would have given up after a month or two or worked less hard i wouldn't be sitting at the table with you today right right Right. so you always have to work more and even harder and the more successful you get i think the more work you have to put into your business dude it's Mm -hmm. just it's it's making a true commitment you know it's it's making a commitment and never, ever, ever stopping or slowing down or letting things stop you or, or adjusting your, your, uh, your dedication or commitment at all. It's just, hey, I'm going to do this no matter what I have to do to do it. And that's mm-hmm. it. You know, a lot of people don't understand that aspect of it. You know, they get four months in or five months in or six months in and they say, oh, you know, it's not working. Well, dude, you need to make it fucking work. Mm-hmm. That's like you have to have real commitment, like real commitment. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a lifestyle. And it is. I, I chose to live that life. So I'm not going to go back, you know, because I'm so deep in. I'm not going to go back and work for someone at minimum wage and accept their bullshit. Right. You right. know, I'm I'm there and I want to just there's unlimited possibilities out there. I mean, there is so many, so many opportunities out there in the world and different, not just Instagram, not just social media. There's literally a billion different ways to become successful today, right? Right. You just have to be resourceful, dude. And it, ha- it comes down to the to technology that we have available to us. You know, the ability to. Te- I was texting with one of my friends in Italy this morning. Mm-hmm. You know, dude, that shit wasn't possible when right. I started business. Like you guys listening who are young, dude, I used to have to go fucking door to door and like shake people's hands. Do you know how slow that is? Right. Now you have these these incredible tools to be connected, and yet. I see nobody using Facebook or Instagram or Snapchat the proper way. You know what I see them doing? I see them posted pictures of their fucking, you know, face with some music behind it and some Drake and making some stupid fucking kissy face mm-hmm. or, or, or crying about uh, their fucking, you know, job or their girlfriend or their boyfriend on fucking Facebook. You know, these are fucking tools. Use them. That's why you got to say you got to face your problems, not Facebook them. You no know, shit, and this, once man. you start getting that, you know, you'll, you'll get to a, mm-hmm. you know, another step in your life. I mean, social media is not just there to I mean, it's good. I mean, I mean, I encourage people to use social media to share their thoughts or like their photos with their families, friends. Just stuff remember like this, that, but dude, not, just remember that you're a brand, whether you think you are or not. You are a brand no matter because there's going to come a time where maybe you do want to start a business. Maybe you don't right now. Maybe you don't even see it. There will come a time when you say, hey, I want to do something for me or I want to do this or I want to do that or I have this special project or this charity or this or that. And whenever you come out to do that, you need to think about what you're putting out today because if you're putting out fucking 
complaining and whining and crying and this and that. The minute you come out with something that you want somebody to care about, they're not going to listen. Mm-hmm. You know, so you have to be thinking about valuable, valuable content now. And by valuable content, I don't mean motivational shit. I mean, dude, if you want, what if you want to make people laugh? You post funny shit. If you want to make people think, post thought-provoking shit. If you want to make people appreciate art, post fucking art and talk about art. Mm-hmm. But the point is, is that don't use it as this passive, mindless thing because it's an incredible tool that you can use to make an incredible life out of. Mm-hmm. And that's where I think a, people are mindless in the way they use social. You know, yeah, yeah, like I was saying earlier, I mean, a lot of people are misusing social media. Oh man! Uh, so you know, they need people like us to just you know help them get on the right track, sort of thing. Right. Uh, I mean, because social media is so 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 powerful. A lot of people will say right now they'll be like, "Well, Andy, I'm you know I work at uh, Edward Jones. I don't need a social media." Well, you know what? How valuable would you be if you started putting content about investing and about this and about that, about all the, and educating all and built a following of. Two million fucking people that follow you for investment advice. Now, how much are you worth at Edwards Jones? Hmm. Do you get it? People yeah. don't get that. They don't get it. Right. You know, hmm. it's all about increasing value by giving value. And right. it starts with what you post. Mm-hmm. You know? Very and, true. dude, I can't think. I'd say 2% of the people that I see on social use it in a productive way. I mean, yeah, it's very, very rare. Yeah. You know, people, but yeah. people need really need to be focused. No, the on rest that. of the people use it for attention. They use it for like their own attention. Like, hey, look at my fucking ass. <laughs> yeah. You know, look at my selfie. You know, so then maybe they get somebody who like sends them a DM with like a you know fucking <laughs> winky face or something. You know, I mean, it's fucking weird, dude. Yeah, yeah, or the grapefruit. <laughs> yeah, they want to get a grapefruit in their DM. Guys, last time uh, on our last podcast, I, I jumped the gun a little bit, and uh, I said that it was episode 69. It actually wasn't. It was episode 68. But I went ahead and gave that the uh, specific custom link of 69 for this episode, if you want to check out the show notes for our um, episode with Farouk. Uh, it's themfceo.com forward slash 68. So technically, we will be out of order, but you know, worse things have happened. The other thing I was going to tell you guys, if you uh, visit the website, is that I'm actually in the process of completely completely overhauling each of the episode pages. So instead of show notes, something that I thought that people would appreciate a little bit more was actual sound bites. So these are the best statements made during the uh, during the episode, which I think are is far more interesting than just a, a summary of the episode. So check those out, um, and also Tyler is posting video on YouTube of our episodes. So you definitely want to check those out. Our, uh, the MF CEO project is our, uh, our actual, uh, episode page. Yeah. Before we close out, I just want to say, dude, thanks for making the trip down here. This has been an awesome episode. It's, you know, just hearing you talk, dude, you're natural for this, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, this has been really, really good episode. And, and, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to continuing working together and, and having you on again sometime if you can make it down. Yeah, thank you very much, yeah. guys, for, for having me here. It's actually it's been an honor for me to, you know, being, you know, coming down here in St. Louis, you know, talking next to to you know such successful people, you know. So it's well, I'm very happy anytime, about it. Man. It's been awesome. It's been awesome. Definitely. Guys, before I close out, um, you know, the best thing that you guys could do for us is if you're listening to the podcast, please share it with your friends. Um, I don't ask very much of you guys. I don't charge for anything. Um, the least, you know, the only thing I would like for you guys to do is to help share the podcast. If you think it's a message that you believe in, 
Um, so, you know, any kind of repost or any kind of post that you could do, it's greatly appreciated. Uh, I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. And, uh, and we'll see you next time. Uh-huh. Okay. What's up? Shut up. Uh-huh. Okay. What's up? Okay. Shut up. Uh-huh. Okay. They can. Shut up. Uh-huh.